Hey everyone, welcome to the Dinner Than Dessert podcast. This is Sabrina. I'm coming to you guys for the first time to talk about chili cheese sloppy joes. What we're going to be doing on the podcast is just sort of going over some tips and tricks, talking about what works best with sloppy joes, how to make them, and for recipes like this one that don't take very long, we're actually going to walk through some of the early steps together. If it's a recipe that takes a lot longer, maybe like a slow cooker recipe or something that has to go in the oven for an extended period of time, we'll go through all the preparatory steps together and then I'll let you guys go at the time that it goes in the oven. Hopefully what this means is that you guys can just go ahead and play this podcast when you're in the kitchen and about to start cooking. So let's get started. Today we are talking about chili cheese sloppy joes that taste like your favorite bowl of chili that meets a delicious and easy sloppy joe recipe and it takes just 20 minutes. Plus, since we don't add any cayenne pepper and it's not a whole lot of chili powder, it's not going to be too spicy, so your kids should love it too. So let's get started with that. First things first, let's make sure you have all your ingredients prepared. What that means is let's make sure that the onions are diced, that your bell pepper is diced, your garlic clove is minced, and you have all the other ingredients for the sauce mixed together in a small bowl or just sitting on the side and waiting to go into the pan. The first thing we're going to do is add in the ground beef, the kosher salt, the black pepper. I always say coarse ground black pepper because I personally like the flavor of it better. But if you have regular black pepper like in a shaker, that's fine too. Add your chopped white onion and your green bell pepper into a large skillet. I use coated cast iron skillets. Um, You can see that if you look at the photograph further up in the post. But if you have your favorite trusty skillet that you love, go ahead and just add it in there on medium-high heat. And we're going to go ahead and just crush the beef along with the onions and the bell pepper and break it apart, cooking it for about five to six minutes. And I'll wait. Just kidding. I'm not going to wait. You can probably pause me. But (laughs) once you get that in the pan, let's go ahead and just start cooking it. Okay. So what to serve with sloppy joes. This is probably the most often asked question that I get about sloppy joes and really any of the slow cooker sandwiches that you find on the website. I find that I like to serve them with a salad if I'm trying to be really healthy. Roasted vegetables are always a hit. Something like carrots or broccoli, even roasted root vegetables because they taste a little bit more unique than regular roasted potatoes. Or if you want to do something that's fried alongside it, something like sweet potato fries, beer battered onion rings, garlic french fries, regular french fries, you can find all those recipes on the site. In fact, if you're on the post itself, you can actually just scroll to the section that says what to serve with chili cheese sloppy joes, and you'll find those recipes are linked in the text as well. So let's talk about some tips for these sloppy joes. The most important thing to remember is that you don't want to cook it until it's dry. We sort of have this standard way of cooking meat, maybe because we're so used to making tacos, where when you add the liquids, you just keep cooking and cooking and cooking until it dries out. That way, it's easier to scoop into taco shells, but in this case, we're looking for something sloppy. So just make sure that whatever you do, you leave it until it's a little bit saucier than you would think you want to scoop it. Then once it sits for just a few minutes, the sauce is also going to thicken up on its own, The reason for this is because when sauces are hotter, they tend to be a little bit runnier than when they firm up and cool down. So while you're getting your plates to the table, the kids to the table, your husband or wife to the table, you're going to have that sauce sitting in the pan with the beef and it's going to naturally just thicken up a little bit. I have actually made these sloppy joes where I cook it down a little bit more 
And then instead of it being more sloppy, it seems more like a scoopable taco meat that would hold its shape. If you want it to be that way, then just give it another two minutes, aside from what the instructions say, and it'll be a little bit neater for your kids to eat, especially if you're going to wrap it in something like a tortilla or maybe a lettuce cup. That might be a little bit easier to eat. We have two minutes left on you cooking that ground beef. So make sure that you're cooking it and you're still breaking it apart so that the size of the meat isn't about pea size. So something right around the size of a dime or a little bit less. And if you start to see the onions getting translucent and the green bell peppers getting a little bit softer, that's what we're looking for before we go ahead and add any of the other ingredients to the pan. And also, if you're making this, and you have other vegetables that are in your fridge, or if you have something that you want to add that isn't in the, the recipe list, totally go ahead and feel free to add it. The thing about Sloppy Joe's is the vegetables are going to cook down. They're going to get drenched in whatever sauce we're adding to it, and they're really going to taste like the sauce. So if you want to add something like chopped zucchini, if you want to add chopped carrots, if you want to add any other bell peppers or eggplant or anything that you have in your fridge that you need to use up, feel free to add it in. Now, if you're adding a ton of vegetables, I mean, I call for basically three quarters of a white onion and a green bell pepper in addition to the meat. But let's say you wanted to add like something in the neighborhood of about four bell peppers. You can totally do that. You might need to add a little bit more oil or you might need to just make sure that you have enough to cook it down. In addition to that, think about the volume of the food that's in the pan. So you're going to probably want to double the sauce recipe so that it covers all of the ingredients in the pan. If you add extra vegetables and you don't add more sauce, you're going to have a problem when it comes to making sure that it's sloppy enough that you can put it into the bun and that it'll stick together. Okay, so at this point, we have about 30 seconds left. Your ground beef should be pretty well browned. If you see any red parts that aren't cooked through, make sure that you're mixing it well enough to make to have them touch the bottom of the pan. If your pan isn't big enough, you might find that it's crowded too much and you haven't had enough time to cook through the ground beef. When I add it to a pan, I, I tend to use pans that are somewhere between 10 and 12 inches. That way I have lots of space and it doesn't steam the food. It gives the beef a chance to brown. It gives the vegetables a chance to cook. We've had it in the pan for about five minutes. If you need a few more seconds, go ahead and take it. But if you're all ready to go, at this point you'd add in the garlic, the chili powder, the cumin, the brown sugar, the tomato puree, the ketchup, and the beef broth. And go ahead and mix it around and lower the heat to medium letting the mixture come to a little bit of a boil and it's going to cook for another five or so minutes. This is going to give the mixture enough time to let all of that extra liquid cook out of the recipe, but also it's going to give the ingredients a chance to really mix well together. You could of course skip the beef broth, you could add less sauce, and then just toss it, let it heat through and serve. But by adding the beef broth and really giving it that five minutes that we're giving it to cook together, that flavor is going to come together so much better. It's going to taste like an authentic sauce, something that really had a chance to have the flavors meld together, rather than just two or three ingredients that just got thrown into a pan. Since we're only about five minutes into the cooking process, it's not even going to take you that long. At this point, you're probably still cooking off your side dish, you're still setting the table, this is going to be an easy five minutes because it's just going to reduce. I usually only stir 
maybe once a minute. You don't have to stir too long. As long as you've lowered the heat to medium, you should be perfectly good to go. And we have another four minutes. So let's talk about what else can we add to sloppy joes. So this has obviously white onion and green bell pepper. Why is that? Because chili tends to have bell peppers and onions in it, sometimes celery, but for the ease of this recipe. And because I don't really like the chew of celery that hasn't had long enough to cook down, we went ahead and skipped the celery and we stuck with just a bell pepper and onion. You could of course add yellow onion to your chili mixture, but I chose white onion because that's what I tend to top my chili with when I make a standard chili. You could add in celery. If you do, it's probably best that you trim the side of it and then pull back on the strings. That way the celery has a chance to sort of cook down without that fibrous backbone that it would otherwise have. You could add in diced or shredded zucchini. If you add shredded, I would just suggest taking a chef's knife and maybe just chopping the zucchini a few times just so it's not such long strands. That way also your kids won't see it as easily. So just chop maybe 10 or 15 times across the zucchini so that the shreds are a little bit shorter. Also the same if you were to use carrots. If you're shredding them, go ahead and chop them so they're a little bit shorter. If you're dicing carrots, just remember that carrots are pretty hard as far as a vegetable goes. They sort of fall in line with things like potatoes, root vegetables like parsnips or turnips or sweet potatoes. All of these tend to take a longer time to cook. If and when I add carrots, I will either shred them because they're so much smaller that they'll cook faster, or I will chop them super finely and then maybe microwave them for a minute or two to give them a head start while we're cooking the ground beef. And if you're going to microwave, I would recommend using a glass plate, covering it with a damp paper towel, not quite dripping, but maybe get it wet and then squeeze out most of the excess water, and then just spread the paper towel over the carrots and microwave it for one to two minutes. This will give you a really quick jump start on the cooking time for the carrots because the onions and the bell peppers won't take nearly as long to cook. And again, any other vegetables that you want to use, they're totally easy as far as swaps go. I've even seen people buy the shredded broccoli from Trader Joe's. You know that broccoli slaw that people like to toss with the peanut dressing? Use that, chop it apart, and saute that for sloppy joes. In fact, I did an Asian sloppy joe about a month ago, if you were to search the blog. And sometimes we do that. We will take that broccoli slaw and chop it all up and put it into the skillet with the Asian beef sloppy joe recipe. So anything that you have in the way of other vegetables that you need to clear out, go ahead and feel free to add them in here. Just remember, depending on how hard they are to cook, to adjust the size of the dice. And I know that this is probably something that you guys are very familiar with if you've seen the website before, but every Monday we post sloppy joes. So if you love sloppy joes as much as we do, which given that I'm about 20 recipes into the sloppy joe world, I would guess you probably are not as familiar with sloppy joes as we are. But if you do enjoy them, go ahead and go on the site and just search for sloppy joes. You'll see a ton of different recipes there for you to enjoy. So now we are about 15 seconds away. Your sauce should be pretty well thickened. It should still be a little bit loose, looser than you would normally see for a taco meat, but pretty well reduced from where we started. So at this point, you can turn the heat off, stir it around, and if you have your buns, you can either have toasted them or you can toast them now. It's okay, the sloppy joe mixture can sit. It's better to have a freshly toasted bun than one that's gotten toasted a long time ago anyway. Once you have your bun toasted, you would scoop on the sloppy joe mixture, 
top with some chopped onions that we reserved, the cheddar cheese and the sour cream, and the rest of the bun. And I hope you enjoy it. The whole recipe should be done now. We haven't even been talking for 20 minutes, so I know that this recipe is going to take you less time than that. And if you have any feedback about these podcasts, aside from the fact that I'm clearly nervous and it's our first podcast, go ahead and leave a comment below or let me know in an email. I would love to hear what I could do that would add more value to this podcast for you guys. And I hope that having me in the kitchen with you has helped keep the recipe on track so that we can avoid any of the little mishaps that happen or anything where maybe we let something cook for too long. And I will see you guys tomorrow where we will have another delicious recipe and hopefully another podcast where I am a little bit less nervous. And maybe in the future we'll get fancy. We might have some music in the background. We might have question and answer. I'm really open to anything that it would take for you guys to feel like this has been something fun to listen to. Have a great day, guys. I hope you enjoy the Sloppy Joes. Bye.